Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Hello, gentlemen. COVID nineteen. Oh my god. <laughs> COVID. Oh. Bring that. Bring that low energy. Bring that low energy. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Yeah. How you guys doing? It's been. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, and uh, to explain that away, I would like to just say that uh, we feel like with all that's going on, that maybe our brand of humor is not really welcome at this time. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see, listenership I see. is way down. So that sounds like an excuse. I mean, if I'm well, being I'm just honest. saying I, I want to be sensitive to all the stuff that's going on right now. You know, yeah, and I don't think that's true. I mean, well, to a certain degree, like now, should we? We're not going to make fun of anything, right? I mean, we're not going to. I don't think it's right to joke about any of the events. That's absolutely not. I like I like having my job. Yeah. Well, I I mean, okay. So I'm not in that space. I mean. Even regardless of my employer, my employment, you know, just from an ethical standpoint. Uber's still running. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I think we should all be uh, have a certain glaze of fear. Well, I mean, maybe not me since I'm a person of color, but you two guys. Oh, here we go. Uh, you guys need to be very concerned about who you associate with, what you say, where you go. Uh, and because people- of COVID 19. <laughs> yes, right. Why? I mean, why? Why do you say that? What does that mean? So, well, hold on. As go ahead, I, we cut you off. Go ahead. Well, no. I, what I'll say is that uh, we are we are uh, through the looking glass here, people, and uh, the uh, the world has changed in the last couple of weeks and uh, months, even. That's right. If you uh, if you don't genuflect when it comes down to it, you are in some trouble. If you don't genuflect, do right. tell. Yeah. Oh, oh, Neil, that's. That's right. So you brought this up through a text message the other day. I had to look it up. It means Neil. That's right. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know what genuflect means? No. Oh, okay. No, I, until you said that. I'm not very smart. We're not well, smart like you. No, well, I, I, can't, I can't take full credit for that. That's actually something that uh, I've been hearing a lot lately on all the all this, uh, all the podcasts. I've been basically uh, taking a deep dive over the last eight days, like a, a master class, if you will, of, uh, of, a, of a complete uh, total analysis of everything that's been going on between uh brett and eric weinstein and sam harris and uh and, and a little they even sprinkled in a little joe rogan and uh jocko hmm. willick and so yeah it's been a pretty uh pretty eye-opening experience i can't listen to podcasts outside of my vehicle it's i, I can't really? i can't yeah i can't wrap my brain around it um, you don't have uh earbuds i do but i just no so, i'm not saying like i feel like literally can't i'm just saying well no i'm saying that I don't have a desire to listen to podcasts unless I'm in a car. I just feel like there's too many other distractions in the real world, phone, TV, children, work, um, shotgunning beers. Yeah, no, as I, fast I, as I possibly I, I can. Get, I get what you mean. Um, but I, I found ways to incorporate podcasts into my life. And, I, and I've said this before. I, I wake up incredibly early, typically around 5 a.m. Uh, and uh, so I, I, by the time I get to work, I have probably put down about two and a half hours of podcast every single day. Yeah. Just off the top. And then another 30 minutes on the way to work. Typically, I'm not really listening to podcasts at work because I can't because I'm, I'm fairly busy throughout the day. Um, another 30 minutes at home, another hour, or 30 minutes on the way home, another hour um, spliced throughout the day or through the evening and then sometimes even before I go to bed. So I, I, I can probably very easily digest five to six hours of podcast a day. 
do you think um do you think you're learning a lot absolutely no i, I mean and i'm going against the grain too on some things and yeah i you know i i, uh, I apply the scientific method to what i uh to what i do at least and i try to find um ways to disprove my hypothesis and i, I can't seem to do that so here's the problem so right? I, you know okay, so I, i'm not just searching for confirmation by not for confirmation of my thing and uh, my whatever my idea ideas are, I am seeking to find a ways to disprove what I think. The truth. That's right. That's look, good. Right. No, that's good. And I think I think well, that's what you do. You know, you try to listen to as many. A lot people. of people don't. Well, no, I know they're they're trapped in their own echo chambers, and that's right. I mean, I really think at, you know, at, in the bottom of my heart, I think from the top of my heart. What's how's that? What's that saying? Is it bottom? It from doesn't the matter. Depths of my heart. From the depths of my heart, I feel like. I'm very moderate. I'm a moderate guy. I can hear out both sides. And nine times out of 10, sometimes I don't even know how I'm going to react to a certain issue, depending on what it is. But it's never, you know, I see all these people on Facebook. So many people, the loudest are very hard left or fucking hard right about every single issue. And I don't know how you live your life like that. I don't know how you live your life so fucking polarized that. No matter what happens, no matter what comes out of anybody's mouth, your opinion is always hard left or hard right. I don't, I don't get that. We all have friends like that, and I don't understand that. Like, I just, I feel like there's and a relatives. Certain, oh yeah, and there's a certain level of like critical thinking. And what, what for me, it's like some of the smartest people I know. I'm not going to name any names, but some of the people I love and cherish the most in this world are people that are coming out of the fucking woodwork with these hard shift ideologies that I never knew that they had. And it's really, really weird. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it I disagree with, and some of it I agree with, but there's a lot on there that I just, I cannot, I can't rationalize how this person came to that quote-unquote conclusion and how I didn't realize that they thought like that for so many years. I heard a good quote. I'm not going to say who it's from because then it makes me look like I picked a side. But it said, uh, the person said, it's a famous politician in the scene right now. He said, you are entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. And that yeah. is so true. No, it's true. Yeah. What a great quote. No, I think. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's right. But what you're saying, uh, Ralph, is very interesting because. And mine was not an interesting. No, no it wasn't. It. But it, I don't even know why, why do we even have you on here? I'm not even sure what it had to do with what we're saying, but I like it. Because uh, people have their own, they're very yeah, opinionated they're, on stuff that's not even true. They're loud about their opinions. And they're arguing stuff that's a fact. Yeah. So. A good example would be, as I'll give you an example, I'm sure you and the listener needs, um, and you're all, you're, I think you're against it, and I'm not either way, but the whole mask deal, it's been scientifically proven by every doctor I've ever heard that it helps, but people say that it, they have an opinion that it doesn't. That's arguing a fact. Okay, but here's another it's fact. It's a political here, here, problem here, now. Here's another fact. Fact number one. Is initially they told us masks didn't work, and it's because they that lied is true. to us. That of is course. true. Fact, well, everyone knew fact that. number two. But why? Why? Why was that? Do you know why? Why did? Why did my they, theory was they didn't because want them to gobble up the resources. Yeah, before they, the there wasn't stuff. enough. Oh, okay. But you know what? Everyone's making their own. That's bullshit. It's a total bullshit reason. Yeah. Okay. Fact number two. Never trust the government. Fact number two. Uh, well, sometimes trust the government. I mean, not always. Here's another, sometimes. Here's though. another fact. How do you trust people who, when the protests were going on? Uh, signed off on saying that the need to protest and riot outweighed the need to uh, wear a mask. That actually happened. That that there's there uh, many 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 doctors and scientists went on record stating yeah that. yeah I saw maybe, that. maybe more doctors than scientists because maybe a scientist has the bias of looking at it from the fact uh, you know from statistics. Um, statistically, uh, uh, while I'll say this about that and uh, about that. Um, facts are that a, a very tiny, tiny percent of the population will be negatively affected by this virus. And I don't know, understand how we got to this point. And, and I, I know hospital overruns are going to be a problem. Um, and I know certain, certain population segments are going to be uh, highly susceptible, susceptible to this. But to cripple this entire nation uh, is, is awful. And I think that what the city that we're in right now has done is they put their stink on this. Um, and I was talking to Ralph about this before you got here, Jaimes. Um, so 
So if in there is no spike and everything kind of settles down, there is a spike. Okay, if in there, there's a spike for sure because uh, there's a lot more. There's activity. not a spike. It hasn't stopped going up. I don't know how anyone can argue charts. Ten thousand cases okay. in the last three days. Before you on, and I'm 10, a, I'm sorry, ten thousand cases or ten thousand hospitalizations. Ten thousand new cases. Okay, yeah, new yeah. cases and how many of those are hospitalizations? I don't know. Okay, because because you you go with the scary numbers before you go with the actual numbers. Right. So um. And, and there are a lot of hospitalizations right now, and there are plenty of beds right now. But we have to get through this. We Agreed. have to. No, no, I know. I, I, I agree. Okay. And while masks, uh, okay, they, I, I, I don't believe they're helping it. I, I just, I, I just don't. I think that no one's wearing them properly. Um, I, I think they're. It's a symbol. And so w- when things, when we get through this. You'll have the judge and this and the mayor of this area, and then all the mayors of uh, big cities in Texas. Most of them are, uh, you know, a different political persuasion, uh, which I I am center left myself. Um, uh, they, they're going to say that we managed to slow the progression because we mandated masks. Oh yeah, they're and, never going to admit you're and, wrong. And, and exactly, and here's why: because when you when you in a position of power or you have a position of you have a platform, and you say the worst thing. Meaning, uh, ten uh, five hundred thousand people are going to die from this, and two hundred thousand people die. You no no one cares. No one says anything. If you say ten thousand people may die from this, and a hundred thousand people die, you're in some fucking trouble. Yeah. Right. So you you always err on the side of uh, caution. That's what I do at work. Over. I do that at work. Hey, I mean, my, everybody does. My industry, you over the engineer is always over engineer. Oh, yeah. CYA. Oh no, of course, of course, and I understand that, but. The that's that's you're talking about your little jobs. That's fine. We're talking about the my nation. little job. Your little job can, maybe can, go, so, can go away tomorrow, dude. Uh, I know, uh, and, 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 and it probably will. You, and you, <laughs> hey, you, you guys are a little further down the, uh, the 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 feeding trough, but this 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 trough is uh, is getting uh, awfully empty for a lot of. I agree people. with what you're saying. The only thing I have a problem with is if it's been proven in science which the people on the far right would say that it has not been, which I don't know any doctor that I've ever publicly come out and say that at this point that would agree that a mask does help versus not having a mask. So, hey, I want to go to an Astros game, but if I have to wear a mask, that's fine. I mean, just if it helps, then just the people that are saying they want, they're, they're contradicting themselves. People that are on the right are saying, the far right are saying, I'm not wearing a fucking mask and let's open up. Why, Why do don't you, we just meet in the but, middle and go, well, I'll wear a mask for a month or two and we'll open up. Because... Because the, just the, the act alone of wearing a mask is scaring people away, and you, and you do not realize that. When you have to wear a mask, people are doing less. People are going out less. People oh, are, no, for sure. I, I agree. Like, hey, let's wear a mask, but uh, I mean, you're not going anywhere where you have to uh, do anything. Wearing a mask is a, is a, is a, is a, is a symbol of we are in, we're, there's a problem. There's a problem going on. I don't doubt that. You know, and I, unfortunately, there is a slight, I'm not saying it's going to kill everyone or it's uber bad in Houston, but I mean, it's, if I'm going into an area that is, um, there's a lot of people, like I would never go to a a concert or the rodeo or something and probably sit in the stands without wearing a mask. I would go to an Astros game tomorrow without a mask. I would go to one this afternoon. If. With no mask. If they did not. Is that with them social distancing and having like half the stadiums allowed? I would sit right next to everybody. And, And you know what? And here's why. If you get it, you're going to get it. I mean, I, we're either delaying getting it. Yeah, that's, and that's the point I, I wanted to bring up is I think that potentially what we're doing, you know, by, by maybe wearing the mask, by not pulling all the stops, is we're just elongating how long it's going to take to work itself through. Slowing, and that's the flattening of the curve, yeah. right? Because, I mean. So what's the problem with that? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Then I mean, this, I don't, go, I don't, this goes on forever, and we don't yeah, know. I, there's I, no I, end to this. I do, yeah, I don't know what the right answer is, but I can tell you that. I think, you know, as, and they don't really know yet, but if history's told us anything, like if you look at the, the last, the Hong Kong flu pandemic, which in the name itself is whatever, but. Um, that's what it, it was called in the year it came out. Right, exactly. So don't right. trip over yourself. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm just feel, saying that's what it's about. fucking called. Anyhow, yeah. so, so, but it worked itself out, right? There was no social distancing. There was no masks. People did die, um, probably at the proportion that they're, they're dying today. Woodstock happened during the Hong Kong flu epidemic, and uh, you know the, one gigantic petri dish. Jesus right, exactly. Christ. And so my point is, is I think you know it worked itself through the population. People became immune. People's memory cells, immune cells, they developed, 
and they weren't able to transfer it. There's a certain level of herd immunity potentially. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would think science from that point to this point maybe has it figured out a little bit more, but social distancing and wearing masks and taking all this prevention and not passing it to everybody um, could potentially just make this two-year pandemic last four years. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's the answer. Well, we, we, we will not survive this. It's not even this. What do you mean we won't survive this? There, there will be no business left. There will be nothing left. Everything is a slow death. This is a slow, slow death. That's what we're watching. This is yeah. just pro, uh, prolonging it. And you know what? Shit's going to get worse out in the streets. And, and I, I, if, if somehow we make it through all this, this will be these riots and all these things will be will be considered the pandemic riots. I guarantee yeah. it because the, the the pandemic, the 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 lack of um of 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 purpose that people have had over the last couple of months and uh, of anything to do and resources, that's what's pushing people out in the fucking streets. No, yeah, you're right. Ever and, seen this fucking yeah, nation? And you're right. And that's that. It, a lot of it, you know, has to do with you know the racial injustice piece, but the other half has to do with people are just fucking sick and tired of literally being sick and tired, and they want to work out their frustrations and they're, they're sick of being told that they have to stay in their house. And they're like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go out there with 60,000, my fellow citizens. And I'm going to fucking scream my head off because that's going to make me feel better. Good talk guys. Yeah. That, I don't know that there's not a good answer, Yeah, but I don't think it's going to, if I can say that one thing you did say, I don't know if I agree with, I don't think that we're delaying the problem. I mean, if everyone's agreed since day one that if there's solid therapeutics in the vaccine, then this all goes away for the most part. I mean, but so the, why would you delay it for four years? I don't the, agree with the, that. The definition of flattening the curve means delaying the inevitable. Flattening, uh, flattening the curve means assuming that 200,000 people are going to get it instead of 200,000 people getting it in April, 200,000 people get it between April, May, June, July, August, September. So, but stretch that n- number out even, even longer because that's, Flattening the curve means you want to delay the spread. I understand that, but if two hundred thousand people get it now without a vaccine or therapeutics, it's a lot worse than it happening with the vaccine and therapeutics. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't, we're not. I, Te- think we're, no, I, I don't understand how y'all don't understand that part. No, no, no. Of the puzzle. Uh, okay, okay. Two hundred thousand people get it. That doesn't mean two hundred thousand hospitalizations. Okay, I'm, let me back. Deaths. I know that you're stuck on that. Two hundred people get hospitalized with coronavirus today, and they're all in ICU. Hear me out. It's way worse of a problem if that happens today than if there's a vaccine and therapeutics in place. If 200,000 people are in, on ICU today, they're fucked. If 200,000 people, when there's a vaccine and therapeutics, are in ICU, it, they're in a much better position. That's what I'm saying. But if, you're so already, why don't we if just, you already have it, a vaccine won't do anything for you. Vaccine is a, Okay, it's take a, the wait, vaccine out of the equation. He said therapeutics. Right now, or therapeutics. So right now, if you get it and there's no solid therapeutics, which there's not, your chances are a lot less than when they're those are in place. That's the bigger reason to delay. And it's not just, I don't think it's going to last four years is what I'm saying. It's always been, the argument's always been, we need therapeutics, good therapeutics and a vaccine essentially to make it go away. I just want it to go away more than anyone else. I mean, but I don't know that, I don't know the best way to do it. Well, not me. If if I'm I'm hearing from, I'm enjoying this. No, I'm kidding. I'm not at all. Just, that's, that's a huge joke. I mean, I, I don't. I don't even go uh, to your comment. What the fuck just happened to your pool? Something just shot up out of the water. It was. Uh, that's called the Polaris. Oh, and thanks. For I don't making, even like thanks going for making sh- me sound rich with my. Pool. I don't go shopping because it is a pain in the ass. A good example is I had to go to. I need to go to Home Depot bad, but I knew the Home Depot by me is going to be because I've asked. And it's about an hour wait outside in the heat under easy ups <laughs> to get in because they let you in as people come out. And I'm like, I'm not going to go shopping yeah. at Home Depot. I'm fucking tired of it. I mean, it sucks. I don't know the right way to do it, but I mean, if they're telling me that I can go watch an Astros game, if I, if I wear a mask, then I'm going to fucking go to an Astros oh, game. Oh, yeah, me too. So, But you know, the, know. Roo- the roof is open. I mean, you know, I had, a, I had a, an architect tell me the other day, he showed up to one of our meetings and he had a mask on and still the owner, they both had a mask and we didn't. And it was outside on a, on a job site. And he's yeah, like, yeah, why aren't you wearing a mask? And I go, well, you know, it's, and we're outside. And he's like, oh, it's way worse outside because the wind will pick it up. And I'm like, oh, no, okay. it's not true. Oh my God. I'm like, where is it in? I can't go anywhere. Uh, so no, it's frustrating. No. There has been, I think China's even proven there's been no transference outside. They have no instance of it uh, transferring Well, the outside. big argument is that Korea had apparently, quote unquote, they did it right. And they're all wearing masks and social distancing. And they had like zero case. What, they have like 100 deaths? Or if that, 
don't know. So I, I think know. everyone sees that and they're like, oh shit. I anyway. love. By the way, I love Korean food. Have you guys have you guys been to a Korean restaurant lately? Mm-mm. Oh my god, Brower's about to. You okay? Well, no. I mean, your non sequiturs really do do not. Do not do a uh, a service to uh, the flow of what we do. Uh, uh, I was just trying to do. change the subject. Yeah, we, we did do a lot of we've talk, we've been, we, No, we've been talking and about it for 20 minutes. Brower just coughed with no mask on. <laughs> and we're indoors. <laughs> oh, it's that's a, a loud, hearty laugh. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah, we don't want to do a whole podcast about this. I've heard it's uh, not yeah. delightful. Well, unfortunately, we have to... We have to I, I mean, we can't do it. We'd be pretending... And we're not bringing it up. I no, mean, no. I think we definitely have to talk about it. Absolutely. I was just. I think man, we. I, it's I'll, healthy for us to vent. I'll tell you what. Um, you know, just seeing this day after day, and like, you know, you're just so used to the 24 hour news cycle and things just kind of fizzling out after a week or two weeks max, and then this is still happening, and it's not going away. It's getting worse, and it's adding extra pressure. A lot of people are out of the out of the out of work, out of their jobs. People are stressing out about potentially losing their jobs, losing their homes, and it is a it is a perfect storm, not only um, for the downfall of our society, but a fucking third world war. Uh, yeah. Wait till the. Uh, I mean, they'll probably delay the shit out of it, but uh, you know, when they get the trials going for the for the Minneapolis cop and then for the Atlanta cops. Ooh. I think I think those are two different. Those are two different situations. I think. Well, no, I think they, the Minneapolis guys are. are but yeah. I mean, the Minneapolis guy, those those fuckers are guilty as shit. Now, uh, yes, the, I would agree with you 100. percent The Atlanta one, where the guy pulled the taser and then was running away and then pointed the taser at the cop and then the cop killed him. That's a little bit different in my eyes. Well, you can tell that the the DA's got is a little worried about that. Well, um, yeah, you know why he's you know so what I so I was reading some analysis about that. They overdo the charges. Yeah, because you know why? They had to do something. No, it's an election. Well, that and it's an election year. Well, potentially. So. Yeah, I mean, that, that probably has some bearing on it, too. Um, but uh, they overlay, they, they, they overcharge this guy because hopefully something sticks. And then that way they can never go back and say, well, why didn't you charge him for this? Let me ask you guys a question. And I, mm-hmm. I, I do believe that police brutality is a huge fucking issue. 100%. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I fucking just, I did this class. We raised a bunch of money. Um, this, you know, what's so funny? We just what? need to see proof. Okay. Anyhow, financials are coming out. Anyhow, so um, what was my point? Oh, my point. Yeah, so the, the situation in Atlanta, I'm asking you guys. Now, if you were that cop and you're trying to tase somebody and they're resisting and the guy pulled the taser and he ran away and he points a taser at you, what do you do? Do you shoot him? You have to. Oh, he had to. Yeah, I think so. And And I'm thinking from his perspective, like the cop's perspective, like, do I want to get a fucking taser hook in the eye? You know, uh, no. You he he carries a loaded weapon with him. He cannot be allowed to be overpowered he, at any point. He cannot be. He cannot. He cannot put himself in a position yeah, a good point. where he he can lose his weapon. He's already lost one weapon. He cannot lose another one. Yeah. Um. So that is a problem, and you cannot expect the uh, just a police officer to be the best bare knuckle fighter or the best taser person or whatever. The the the, the officer has these uh, these. Um, tools layers of implement uh, of tools to implement at certain stages and they were they always carry <laughs> the use of deadly force with them at, yeah. at all times yeah and uh, everyone needs to understand that and god knows I, I i do not the last thing anybody wanted was for someone else to die in that in that in that way for uh 10, reasons yeah um but i mean there's got to be some nuance and there's got to be some uh, analysis and you know and here and here's where this is going the officer, um, the, the one that actually pulled the trigger, um, his stepmother was let go from her job um, because her coworkers could no longer associate themselves with her. Oh wow! So it is is starting to spread to everybody. This is this is it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. I have always sided on the side in well, overall, not in these cases that are come out that have been terrible like with floyd and all that but i usually err on the side of uh, law enforcement because i know it's a difficult job living in a family with that get it going to criminal justice school to not even use that degree but i saw people in my classes that were going on to law enforcement and i could pretty much guarantee that 
one out of five of them were probably those cops you get pulled over that are assholes and dickheads. And I think that there are cops out there that they need to do a better job of um, psychological um What's the word I'm looking vetting. for? Vetting. Of uh, it, not just training and situational, but like make sure these people don't have bad attitudes. And You're right. And, yeah, yeah. And think about this. That's what you think see a lot this. of. That's how you noticed that 30 years ago when you were in college. Very. No, no. <laughs> in but the, no, what I'm saying in is. 40. It was 40 yeah, yeah, years oh my ago. God. I remember that's in right. 1946. <laughs> that's how bad the cops were then. And it's only gotten worse. So now, I mean, there's, who, those personalities what 18 are out year there. Old, what 18-year-old go-getter right now? unless it's just in your blood or whatever, is saying, I want to go be a law enforcement officer. You know, that's it, not happening. I mean, it, I mean, they had the, uh, what was it called, the blue flu in Atlanta after they had arrested that cop? I mean, several of them called in. They, there has not been mass, there has been some people who have just quit, you know, that's going to happen, you know. And uh, what do you guys think of defunding the police? Mm, uh, yeah, so I, I, think, well, I, think, I think that moniker... I think it's being misconstrued. I mean, no, no, people, no. You're, what you're doing is, I see what you're doing. What it, am I doing? It, Hold on, let me, let me finish my thought. No, you're softening it because the, the, there is a truth behind it. You're, you're saying that because, oh, we want to demilitarize. I, I know yeah. where you're going. You know, we, we want them to do these other things. No, no, no. They want them. There is a real sick, serious push to, to just disband it completely. Disband no, it I don't agree with that. I mean, I agree with, I agree with, um, cutting, I mean, a billion dollars. That's how much. That's how much we spend on the police force in Houston, which I think is insane. Like, do you see? I don't see a billion dollars worth of cops patrolling, patrolling my neighborhood. You know. Well, it, there's a lot more than just the. I, I, I understand. Officers. I understand. But my point is, is that no, I've been victim of crime. Do we need? Times to feel, I mean, feel, feel, uh, do we safe. need? Do we need fucking tanks? You know? Do we don't need tanks? Do they need fucking hard? I mean, some guys maybe they you know, like a SWAT team needs tactical gear, but I mean. I I don't know I, I I've never looked over a police budget I'm I'm not the first fucking guy to to I, I to, think, to be able to talk about that or argue how much the police need but I do know that something needs to change and the approach and the the, the distrust between the community and law enforcement has never been greater I think and Jack, things things do so have your to vote is to just go that route what is that you want to no, you want to completely disband no, is this no, what you're saying no 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 I think Jocko Willick had the best uh, one of the best uh, takes I've ever heard. And he suggested that police spend 20% of their time on training and de-escalation tactics and learning how to handle people and like dealing also uh, in the uh, 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 being able to not be a social worker, but understanding them from a socioeconomic level. So understanding them from a psychological level a little bit more, uh, basically saying for every four days you work, one day is spent in training. And maybe yeah. that's what we should be doing. So there, there to me, that would say we need to fund the police to do more of that and to create that. Maybe, what about this? What about for every uh, law enforcement patrol, there is a, um, a, uh, someone with a uh, psychological, psychological background or a, a background in psychology with them at any time? You know, what if there is a social worker with every single uh, like, uh, patrol unit, right? So that way when they get to a scene and it's not a, a scene of, you know, uh, uh, violence, um, maybe uh, they can then intervene. Also, what about this? Eliminating uh, 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 patrols in the streets. Stop pulling people over. You know, uh, in, instead, uh, you know, red light tickets. Guess what they're doing? They're still giving those out. Why aren't we just having officers driving up behind people that are, that are speeding and then just uh, ticketing them through their license plates? Instead, what they're doing is they're using these opportunities to shake people down. Yeah. Find out, find out people who don't or have like suspended licenses or outstanding warrants. So maybe they just do that. Maybe you you can get traffic. Well, there's arguments though about the red light cameras too. Well, what I'm saying is you you those have been taken out of states. I agree. All over the place. I, I agree. But what I'm saying is the concept is there. You know, to where you you can police without having a, a police interaction, which then opens a door to police brutality. When you when you when you eliminate these engagements, you eliminate the opportunity for. Uh, you you eliminate opportunity for shit to go wrong. I don't think the 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 idea or the right idea is to have less people patrolling on the streets at all. That, I think I told you all this a while back. A great thing I learned, or a great saying, I guess it could be called a saying in the school was a slogan. There you go. The uh, no, it's not a slogan. That the bad guys outnumber the cops, but the good guys outnumber the bad guys. And I 
don't think that lessening the cops is going to help make crime go away or go down or help this situation out at all. I think the best thing to do is to spend money not on maybe not even as much on training, but on psychological vetting. Well, I, I think because there's people that do not do not that are not able mentally to handle situations, and that's not the kind of job they need to go into. I think and some of them may be ex-military, and they just snap. A lot of them are. They have PTSD. But you don't. You yeah, those true. kind of people, unfortunately, don't need to be going into law enforcement because you get you're going to get these kind of situations where they snap. And I don't think any amount of training is going to stop these situations from happening. I think those people should have never been a police officer because they're they're just not mentally capable. Don't you have to know a hothead that would like deal with the situation different than you would? Okay, let's go. Let's go through the the the, the problem as a whole, right? So people of color are disproportionately affected by policing, right? Is that is that? Wait, are you are you asking or is no no no? I'm, math I'm, to back that no up? no no. I mean, I I I've seen it. I've seen the figures, right? Okay. Well, what figures specifically? I don't know, man. Don't don't don't. I just I don't want to get into that right now. Okay. But but the thing is, is that some of the the. Hold on, I just I have a thought. Just let me, can, I go, can I go through the whole thought real quick? Yeah. Okay. And so my point is, is that these people are being incarcerated. And so people are losing, you know, parents are losing guardians or losing any sort of direction that they can give their family or their youth, right? And that perpetuates into a downward spiral. And I think it has for years. And so the way that you treat arrest, the way that you charge people by not incarcerating them, I think will inherently fixed a problem uh, to a certain degree. Okay. Uh, yes. But we should also, uh, the, the, you're, all you're doing, you're just moving the goalposts at that point because if what you're doing is you're trained, if you're, if you're saying you're also, you're saying this isn't a criminal behavior anymore. Now, what you have to get into, uh, I think, uh, if we want to talk about anything systemic is what puts someone in that position in the first place, you know, uh, an office, law enforcement does not become involved typically until uh, until a law is actually broken. Until someone becomes, a, uh, there's a lot of instances where you know someone's just being pulled over for you know driving while black or driving whatever. Yeah, that that, 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 I, that I'm not saying that doesn't happen, um, but there is a, uh, a there's an issue that goes a little deeper than just at the law enforcement level because what we're doing is. We're trying to say we're trying to say the problem is, is is at this very end when actually it starts at the beginning, right? What more can we do to influence the community to where there are more readily available jobs, uh, easy to access resources, give them uh, give the, those communities more opportunities? Maybe the equality of opportunity is what's really what's really what's missing, because if given the option, I don't think people want to do criminal behavior. And that criminal behavior then leads to engagements with law enforcement, and that law enforcement is reacting, however they however they are reacting, and some of it is is brutal, and that and obviously that's a problem. But those are brutal tactics based on the engagement they're having with these people who have now reached this criminal level. At the end of the day, we cannot say. I mean, the 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 man in Atlanta, uh, at, at Wendy's Richard, I, I can't think of his last name. Um, he was sleeping in his car. Okay, he was intoxicated. He passed out at the wheel. Uh, I know plenty of people have done that, and they've all gone to jail, gotten arrested right there on the spot. They uh, they pulled the man out of the car, and then for twenty, thirty minutes or something, they talked to him very calmly, and everything seemed to be okay. The minute they decided to arrest him, which is totally normal at that time, the man was passed out behind the wheel of a car. He driven there, and he was driving home. He had pl- he had every intention of driving home. That was obvious. Uh, when they when they began to arrest him, that's when he began to resist the arrest. Uh, and he tussled with an officer, pulled a taser, ran off, aimed the taser, officer fired back uh, in an order of magnitude, took the man's life. I wish that would not have happened, but that's, that's, unfortunately, that's what happened. What are we supposed to... There is no amount of systemic injustice that put those two people, I mean, from the law enforcement perspective, that, that caused that. The, the, the problems uh, were in the beginning of Richard's life. You know, why... Where did he go? What led him down this path of criminal behavior? And let's not forget, they'd already they they'd run his background. They know he was a felon. Yeah, he was. He was felon. At, I heard so, he was out on the COVID release. Yeah, yeah. So and he got an early release for COVID, right? So they have a a, a felon with a weapon running off. Yeah. You know. So it, 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 you you have to law enforcement has to respond, has to stop that 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 individual, and 
that's where I'm we're not, at. I'm not arguing that. I mean, I'm just I'm what I'm what I'm talking about is just how do you break the cycle? You know, we're talking about it's, systemic issues. It, it and and, and, the systemic issues are not in the police force. You're talking about the city I, I, of Atlanta. I, I'm not. I'm just. I, I'm. I, we're talking. We're talking about two different things. So I, I'm basically talking about the solution to in in that cycle. But what are you, are you? Are you saying so? Just don't let law enforcement arrest them. No, I'm just saying. I. I'm not. I'm not coming to the table with the solution. I'm saying that's what needs to be focused on. You, okay. Yeah. Right. The but the approach to the solution starts much earlier right no exactly before they get to the point that is my exact point yeah yeah Yeah. so we're we're speaking we're we're talking yeah i'm just but yeah we are and so my point is is that some way somehow the money that is typically funding fucking bulldozers and tanks should be funding like some sort of community outreach programs that i don't even like again i don't know what the answer is right i just know that if you take somebody's dad away and you put them in fucking jail right or wrong Okay, maybe the guy fucking deserves it because, you know, he killed a a liquor store clerk. Right. Maybe he does deserve to go away for life. Right. But what made that guy rob that liquor store? You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe he didn't have a father. Maybe he, you know, he was around a bunch of gangs because he's around a bunch of other kids who don't have fathers, who never had fathers, Mm -hmm. had zero direction. And he was influenced by those groups of fatherless children, you know? And I'm I'm just saying, so, you know. And what you're saying is right. But, you at some point we have to say okay you're right but you have to give people a measure of accountability and then start to go back i completely agree with and, that and and then say okay i'm not saying we have a lost generation but we have to or, or lost several rounds of generations yeah but we we there has to be a beginning somewhere no no i agree and and and, and, and giving giving an entire group of people the opportunity to only see themselves as victims and not um not champions of their own of their own lives their own paths forward is that is a uh, that is a recipe for continued yeah. uh, problem. So what, what I'm what I'm sick of hearing is I'm sick of hearing people saying he's accountable for his own actions. He deserves this. He needs to go to jail. But it's what comes before that is what I think is a society. Why are you sick of hearing? No, no, no. That? Listen, no, no, no. Because what I'm sick of people not caring about what comes before that. Okay, I think as a society we are responsible for what leads that person to do that. I would say that would be the... What creates that environment. Okay. Yes, uh, to a degree, but we at some point have to understand that there are opportunities. Maybe for whatever reason, he was not given as many, even though he was given several chances. And uh, I mean, there's a video of, of that particular... I think you're talking about something I mean, different. I'm, though. I'm, I'm, not talk, I'm not even talking about this specific example. I mean, I'm just I talking think he about. He agrees with what you're saying. I'm as talking far as about that situation. He's I'm saying. I'm talking that, about. Well, I'm talking about the that environment happened. that breeds this type of like huge, disproportionate criminal behavior. He's saying, "Why did the guy get to amongst certain people of socioeconomic why did he get to the position in his life where he's passed out in his car?" He's saying before all that happened, and you're saying, "No, no, no." I, I agree. I agree with that as well. But ha- having said that, we do have to give them some level of accountability because I agree. At some at some point, and I, I'm not. He accusing, agrees with the situation. I'm not accusing you of this. Yeah, but. What you could be accused of by some people would be racism of low expectation. I don't know what that means. Racism of low expectation. You never heard of that? Uh-uh. It's when you when you have such low expectations for a particular group of people. Yeah, that you make excuses for them, and oh. that, you, that and so that that is a, a that is something that happens, and it's a very it's a liberal point of view, uh, and I I don't necessarily agree with that, but that a lot of people do have those sort of uh, low expectations of people. So, I mean, I'm just, all I'm talking about, I'm just trying to, it's like, it's like pre-cogs or pre-crime. Okay. All right. I'm I'm literally talking about shaping, shaping the communities or help funding to help shape the communities where people are disproportionately affected before they commit a crime. Oh, I I agree. I mean, like get get back into the, the home. You know, how can we, what more can we do to uh, help the uh, parenting? Yeah. I mean, and help, help the children at home. Like what yeah. if, what if we just took a, what, what, what if, what if you can, you know, concentrate all of the, you know, all the males, uh, five to 10 years old for into these camps. No, uh, <laughs> oh my no, no. God, shut up. I'm just teasing. But uh, no, I know. what I'm saying is like, is there, is there a way that we can inflict, you know, in, in, uh, uh, inject some sort of positive influence to the community over, uh, across the board and just say, Hey, this generation's not going to do that. And then we stop everybody before they get to that point and just make that stop and say, 
this is where it ends. Yeah. Because if you can correct a generation, you can correct That's a correction moving forward. You know? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And getting to that point and, and understanding that that's what's going on. And then, you know, hey, uh, I'm not saying that these are the answers, but there, this is, there's, a, there's an argument here for UBI, you know, yeah. and, and eliminating the, 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 the need of having to fight for the basic necessities of yeah, what but you're the, doing. So the problem with UBI, okay, let's say everybody, let's say everybody who lives in some poor neighborhood, right? Um, every single person is going to be getting a thousand dollars a month, yeah. or every family is going to, every family unit is going to be getting a thousand dollars a month. I guarantee you, the cheapest house to rent is going to cost thirteen hundred dollars. That's not necessarily true. I think so. No, no, that, okay, but that's not necessarily true. I mean that that's the that's the the reflex to that, which is like, oh, you give everybody money, it just raises it. But there's going to be people who still want to make money. And then what that does, that could potentially open up the opportunity to create more cost-effective, I mean, lo- think- low-cost housing. Yeah. Because now there's more people who need housing. Well, think and, about and, this, and, and who have money. So there, there could there. This could actually, this could actually have the inverse because now you, uh, now it's a, it's a buyer's market. Yeah. I mean, like, so the way I look at it is, out of the womb, we have no earning potential, right? Okay. And then speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, I was a Gerber baby. I was a goddamn model baby. No, yeah. um, that's my butt on that tanning salon, <laughs> tanning lotion. But my point is, is, you have no, you know, you have no earning capability, and then all of a sudden, out of the womb, you have a thousand dollars. And right now, I mean, it's like zero earning ability right now. And the cheapest rent for like a one bedroom, maybe somewhere in the city, six hundred, seven hundred dollars. Okay, and that's what the expectation that you, you don't make any fucking money. I mean, that is literally like. The bottom of the bottom. Now you're telling me right now that if you are automatically out of the womb, you're going to get a fucking thousand dollars a month. I guarantee you, rent is going to be like two or three grand or something crazy. But but what about when they build more units? When they build and they have people who are now competing for those dollars because there's more dollars to go around. So it, those there's a different economic effects. Maybe by maybe having, I mean I I don't know. I just you, you, I just think there would be hyperinflation. The, okay, that's all I'm saying. It it would. It would be much better to put the resources in the hands of the people, you know, and because yeah. that's where effect to to think that you give money to these businesses and it just trickles down is a slow way of trying to. Oh no, I never agreed with that. Yeah, I mean, that is ridiculous. Yeah, I that mean, it's, it's it, it just doesn't work, you know. I no. mean, it never has. And I mean, the government is much better putting the money in the hands of the people because oh my God, you know how many taxes you're going to end up paying on that. Well, they've kept. The, I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, by doing the program that they have through COVID, I mean, they've kept a lot of people off the street. I mean, think about it. I mean, if it was a, not the stimulus, but the uh, the PPP. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Well, well, combination of the stimulus and plus on you know the unemployment, the and the. I don't think the stimulus checks did much of anything. And no. maybe a little bit, but but more so, it's the unemployment and the bonus that people are getting through unemployment because of the pandemic. But think about if that was not in place and that system was in place, you would be having fucking bread lines. And you'd be having shanty oh, towns absolutely. and all sorts of yeah, crazy no, no. shit, right? Well, well, you'd be having squatters. What they call them? Hoovervilles? What they yeah, to, yeah. Hoovervilles. What? Hoovervilles? You know, yeah, like uh, fucking Hoover. shanty towns. It's like that kid in Dick Tracy, the kid. That's where you lived in. You know what you're talking about. You ever seen Dick Tracy? Yeah. Warren uh, Beatty, Al Pacino. Yeah. Oh, the movie. Ugh. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Well, uh, this is all deep stuff. I know. Uh, 40, I was, 45 minutes. What I would strongly that? suggest that both of you guys, if you get a chance, either A, listen to- Read War and Peace. Yes, and um, listen to Sam Harris's latest podcast. It was so fucking good that he people were demanding a transcript, and he released a transcript of it. It's fucking long. Sam Harris. Let me see. Sam Harris. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Look it up real quick. He's a neuroscientist. I mean, listen to his latest podcast, uh, Mindfulness. I think is the name of the podcast. But um, it's about two hours, and I've listened to it twice, and I listened to the second half three times. So, uh, and, I, and I plan on listening to it again. I wish I had that much time. Well, making I, sense is that what's going? Making on? sense, making, making sense. sense with Sam Harris. Can we pull back from the brink? That's is that, right. Is that the one? Yep. You're, yep. Okay, here I go. Yeah, and it, it is. Ooh, four and a half stars, twenty-one thousand ratings. Yeah. It, it, oh, hey, let's see what beer blood in the body has. Sorry, go ahead. It is. Uh, it, it it really helped to really kind of shape, um, really shape some of my own the thoughts I already had, but kind of. I saw you reading from it, the transcript. No, no, no. Uh, no, I, I, I am, uh, Ooh, I, I four and so. a half stars, 107 ratings. 
Oh, that's good. Guys, can you fucking, can, real quick, just a real quick please. Rate and subscribe. Can you rate, please? Just go to fucking Apple, iTunes, and rate us. We really, really appreciate it. All right, go ahead. Well, anyway, um, I do have some deep opinions on all this, and uh, I think... That, apparently. Yeah, I think there's, uh, there's a lot here. Um, if you get a chance, check out Brett Weinstein's podcast and Eric Weinstein's podcast. Uh, the portal with Eric Weinstein and are they the are they are they related to Harvey? Nope, no. Uh, Brett Weinstein was the um, the professor at Evergreen College that got yeah all that trouble for nothing for refusing to go home. Um, but anyway, it's fu- it's really good. And these are like uh, evolutionary biologists and neuroscientists. I can't and- wait to check it out. So, uh, one more thing back to the police thing. What do y'all think is going to happen with the police officers that were watching the Floyd stuff go on? I think they're culpable. I do too. Well, I think the one guy who's on his fourth shift probably has like a... Well, did you see the, uh, the, 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 the Asian guy who just Whoa! said... Whoa! <laughs> what? Oh, He's man. Asian. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Dude, stop it. <laughs> Why are you doing that? I'm just saying that the, the, the Asian American officer. Hey, I'm allowed to say this because I'm a person of color. Oh, shut the fuck. Okay, the Asian American officer. That's right. Who was standing there literally with his fucking arms folded. Yeah, what about him? That guy's going to fucking burn, dude. Oh, yeah, I don't know if he'll burn. He'll get in some trouble for sure. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, that. I think you know, here, here's the worst that thing. That pissed me off almost as much as. Here's the, the, wor- yeah. the worst part is. The worst part is. Is that what Chauvin was doing is normal police protocol that's within minneapolis uh, police yeah well they're banning chokeholds and all that now but it wasn't even a chokehold i know i'm saying that's something and you know in the police report what the and i mean i I, chauvin he better go to jail because quite frankly he will the eight minutes and 46 seconds is the problem it's the time you know you put your knee on his back to hold him down you just uh you know get him get him and restrain him get him away eight minutes i mean eight minutes that's why i asked the question because i the psychological is where i think psychological training would be or vetting will be uh, the most beneficial because if I, if I was an officer and under a lot of stress, and I get it, it's a very difficult job. I've seen it firsthand. Why would you sit there and watch? I could not be one of those officers just watching that happen well, the, to anyone the, the without rookie, stopping them. The rookie tried, and and, uh, and it was like you know, back off, rook, or whatever you know. Oh, really? And uh, so, but I mean, <clears throat> and the guy and Chauvin was the trainer, you know. So at some point, he's thinking that he's following all procedures and protocols. Something else that came out in the police report was that he knew that guy too. About he knew yeah, Floyd, they worked right? together, but it's there. That's a little unclear uh, on how well they knew each other because Chauvin was out in his car the entire time because he was he was patrolling Security, the street part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, um, there was uh, something about uh, George Floyd was actually saying that he couldn't breathe before Chauvin got on his back, saying that um, that he was having breathing trouble before that. So uh, anyway, I mean the guy. Yeah, and it, you know it stings even more because he's, he's the guy's from Houston, you know. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I don't like seeing that they trotted that poor little girl out there, and that was pretty awful. And of course, all his family. So I think they should all be charged. I don't know. I mean, Chauvin, Chauvin's going down. He's he's out of here. I think convicted. Uh, I think the uh, the I believe what you said, uh, Ralph, the Asian American man. He should probably be. Uh, he should probably said the, ma- the Asian American police officer. Do a little time. Law enforcement I, officer. And I, 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 I'm not sure about the other two because one of the other two guys were like on his back as well, but you didn't see him because it was around the car on the video. And then, uh, you know, of course, the rookie. Yeah. Maybe they, they go do a, just, little, a little mercy on him. I mean, I, like, what the fuck was he supposed to do? Hey, get off, boss. I just think that <laughs> you know, I mean, like, none of us were in that position, but I, I just can't imagine sitting there watching that. I mean, I've not been in. Knock on wood, any fights, but I've broken up several. You haven't, not one. And one of them was uh, when I was. Are wearing, you even a man? One of them was when I was wearing goat legs in a wig. Or <laughs> that. I just don't like seeing uh, uh, people yeah. get their. So, can we stop? Get, real quick? get in a bad position. All right, let's stop real quick. You want to tell a story? <laughs> yeah, Josh and I, we were at a Renaissance Festival. He was dressed up. He had that goat boy free kisses. No, wait, goat boy kisses five dollars. One dollar. One dollar. Yeah, I, I made one, that shirt for him. Oh, you did? Okay. He was wearing that. And he had these big old crocheted, hairy, hairy goat legs, and then all of a sudden, and a wig, long wig. Some old guy goes up to some guy's dad and like picks starts a fight. kicking his ass. Yeah, <laughs> just like in front of his kid, in front of his wife. So what just, happened was they were he was it was the tomo- tomato throwing booth. The yeah. kid, the high school kid, threw a tomato and it wasn't a good throw. So some guy, so his dad was like, "Hey, you need to learn how to throw." Yeah. And he's like, "Come on, dad!" And he's like, "Do it again." And he 
his dad was like picking on him. This guy next to him was like, hey, you know, calm down. You know, he's, he's learning. He'll do it. He'll get it. And he's like, don't tell me how to raise my kid. And he's like, whoa, I'm not. He goes, no, it's not your fucking business. And those two men started getting into okay, it. And I, I saw it going on. So okay. it was the dad or the, uh, or, the, or the stranger kicking ass? Uh, the stranger, the, the, the dad the was starting. The, the stranger the, kicked the Yeah, kicked the, dad the, start, the dad was the one getting in his face like, go fuck yourself. I can talk to my kid however. Oh. I mean, he was bullying his own kid. That's when I looked over and I started moving one foot. I had my hoof foots on. I started moving one foot <laughs> like digging in dirt. Hoofed right. it over. And I think I gave you my drinking cane <laughs> and just took off. I wish I had it on video. I literally took off running, tackled. I don't know. No, which, you didn't do that. I grabbed one of them for damn sure. Eh. But just to see it on video. Wait, on. Tackled. It, I just remember, I remember the mom and the kid crying. Yeah. And then I remember thinking to myself, this is probably not the first time this has happened. Yeah. That one was guy was, thing I was thinking some other random guy grabbed one guy and I grabbed the other one, but it had to be so funny seeing a guy with hooves and a long hair yeah. holding a guy back yeah. just from someone walking into that scene. Hey, somebody get that minotaur out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a centaur or a minotaur? Anyway. Uh, that's funny. I've actually been in a couple of fights myself. Uh, no. You told us. A couple of tussles. No. <laughs> I remember yeah. the hey. I remember episode one. You told that fight about the one where you shoved the guy in the mirror. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that got bad ratings. I know. Those are worst rated. I'm not gonna talk about fights. I don't do that. Hey, do you want to tell another fight story? Broward? No, 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 no. Okay, I'll tell one. Okay. So, really? Really? Okay. So I'll never forget this. One night, I was uh, it was back up in Huntsville. You've already told this one, I think. Yeah, I think you have. Which I one? know which one. You, is this the one about the loft? No. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Okay, no, go ahead. No, no, no. This is a different one. And uh, so uh, I was at this uh, apartment party or whatever. And uh, was oh, this at... is the one you told. Have I? Mm-hmm. I don't think you have. Go ahead. I know he has. No, <laughs> I listen to it all no. the time. <laughs> so anyway, so I was I was inside on MySpace or something on the computer, <laughs> and uh, this girl comes running inside, say, "Hey, uh, there's these guys out there uh, 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 punching some guys, punching some of my you know younger friends." And I go outside, and uh, one guy's got his shirt off, and. He's standing there, and his other buddy's kind of standing behind him, and he's giving the, uh, fuck you, everybody, fuck you. And then everyone's kind of standing in a semicircle, and I see him punch one of, uh, one of our friends, Who? right? Who was it? A guy named uh, Chris. Chris. McLeod. Oh, Chris McLeod. Yeah. Punched Ooh, him. last name drop. That's right. So punched him. And, uh, and I had just I had seen that right where I was coming outside, and I was standing out there. I was like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, fuck everybody. He's doing that thing where this guy's arms all down in front of him, and he's, <sighs> Breathing all heavy. Flexing. Fuck you. Flexing. Yeah. Like a centaur. Yeah, and, and let's face it. I mean, the guy was stacked like, he looked, he looked, he was hot. But, uh, he had you know, P90X at home. He, <laughs> was, so, yeah, he, he was, was in it, week six. The guy P90X. looked like he had, uh, you know, he had, uh, you know, uh, pushed a, uh, a, a tractor tire up there. And uh, so he's. Uh, <laughs> the sweat glistened off so his he's, loins. He's, he's standing around and I'm like, I'm trying to de-escalate. I'm trying to calm the situation down. I'm like, hey man, just, hey, what's going on? Settle down. And I'd seen him earlier in the night and kind of friendly with him or whatever. And, uh, and then he's, he starts talking to everybody else and there's probably about eight or nine people kind of standing around like a semicircle and all the dudes there were like weak dudes and didn't want to fight this guy at all. You know, and they could, the guy knew he could whip everybody there. And, uh, and I, I come outside and I'm like, well, you know, what's going on? And he's like, fuck everybody here. And he's like, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. And he's like, CrossFit for life. You know, he looks at me and he's like, fuck you. I was like, Hey man. And before I can finish work, calm down. I punched him in the face and punched him right in the fucking face. And I sucker punched I just, him. No, I didn't sucker punch him. Sounds like it. You no, know, he was standing there with his shirt off, ready to fight. And I punched him right in his fucking teeth. And I still got the cut on my ring finger knuckle on my uh, right hand. Still got a piece of the tooth. Yeah. Motherfucker. He's so, Laid him out in still, one punch. Man, Laid that motherfucker out in one punch. And his buddy just stood over him and started picking him up and carrying him off. Like a tractor. That's tire. right. Hmm. And then I got really scared because I heard the guy play football and I'm like, it's like, I better get out of here. So I went and fucking <laughs> stayed somewhere else. And then, and then I hid. Yeah, that's right. Wait, 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 then wait, I wait. picked up Chris McLeod. I put him over his, over my shoulder. I brought dude. him in. You okay, partner? That's right. <laughs> you need some Sunny D? That wasn't the first time I laid a guy at one punch. Mm. Or a girl. That'll be for uh, episode and that was the two. Sec- and that was the second this. time I got grabbed. That'll be for episode two of this two-parter. And did y'all ever see the uh, Dink and Jones uh, 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 NFL stories thing where he's like, he was talking about the head slap move where you know, uh, where like uh, the head slap was something that linebackers would do when they're trying to get a, a, a offensive player out of their way. And so he would slap him like in the ear hole because you kind of can ring someone's bell that way. And so they're interviewing him, interviewing him, and he's like, Every time you go upside a man's head or a woman, 
<laughs> they have a tendency to blink their eyes. <laughs> and, and then he's like, it's so funny because he's like, oh, you know, this is from like the, he played like in the seventies and they were interviewing him in like the early nineties. And so he was still in that like equality thing where you gotta, Hey man, you gotta include women. So, you know, if I'm gonna go upside a man's head or a woman. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so if you get a chance, look up Deacon Jones head slap on YouTube. Okay. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That sounds right cool. on. Well, um, it's been let's get a, to part two. Well, it's been an hour. Do we want to, do we want to do, do we want to do a murder or do we just want to, Oh, uh, well, let's uh, let's just do uh, save it for next time. Yeah, and we can record one right after this. Mm, I don't have. Uh, All right. Well, okay. We'll wrap uh, this one up because guess what? It's very hard for us to get. You know, it's hard to look up uh, articles about funny shit that's going on in the city when all the shits about like uh, stores closing and restaurants closing yeah. and uh, yeah. riots and fights and protests. So have you next... heard the one about the broken ventilator in Houston? Yeah. Hey, another restaurant closed down. That's funny, huh? <laughs> oh, hey, real quick. So, do you want to talk? So, petrol closed. Petrol uh, station closed. Do you want to? What what are your thoughts? All right, okay. Now, all right. By the way, just real quick before you start, I just want to. It's going to be point counterpoint, okay? Okay, just real quick. To be fair, point. I I love I love petrol. And then middleman decision. Counterpoint is uh, there is no counterpoint, but I will make a point. And the point is, is that I would much rather have petrol station in business for them for for them for me to make fun of than for them to be out of business. Okay, so it does not. Overall, while yes, this is a moment of delight, it is not an overall objective that I could ever have wanted. Did they close their brewery down too? No, no the brewery's still open. Yeah, mm. miraculously. Um, but uh, you know, I I can't say I didn't see it coming, and um, I, uh, I I feel bad for anyone who used that job as they as an opportunity to provide for themselves or their families. And I would much rather have them open and being a subject of ridicule for me than uh, <laughs> being uh, completely closed down. So uh, that's what I'll say to that. No, did they know. own that property or did they rent? You know, I, so it, I think it turns out they didn't. I thought they did, and that was. Uh, I mean, that's you know, that's three lots. Yeah, and I that's, hope they don't sell and, it. And, and garden oaks. I mean, you're talking probably two hundred grand. Well, that's the problem. They probably couldn't afford the fucking rent. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think that's what happened. Yeah. I hope it's not bulldozing. Well, I think, oh, and, I think they try to get people to. And quite come, frankly, yeah. it, the owners probably did not want that because they know they can make more money selling it. So here's what's ha- here's what happened. Maybe they sold. They, I, I, I think probably that. use this if they were renting and it was just some like random property owner or management company that owned that property. They want them the fuck out of there Hell because yeah. they probably had some long ass lease. That's right. And so they they now they have an opportunity to either put something else there or sell it or do something else because they were probably losing money with that. Each piece one of those lots, the dirt value of those lots is at minimum two hundred thirty thousand. That's piece. what I said. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, then, and since it's on a corner like that, it's I bet four, you it's, it's worth four, it. Dude, the whole complex, the whole area is four lots. Okay, so it's a four. billion dollar property. And they're, and then, big, they're big fucking lots. No, three. I'm sorry. That's going to be three. bulldozed and made into some amazing like. I actually, like, no, I know what's going to happen. Ooh. Another purveyor. Purveyor? Is that the, that's not a word, is it? Nope. Um, another, uh, another, another bar owner is taking it over and is going to be, I think going to be keeping the name and the concept but improving it and i will talk to you guys about it off mic who it is and what is happening but we'll give you one tip for tita (laughs) no No, it's probably the fucking crowbar guys nope it's not crowbar guys i know it is you Um, don't know anything you don't know anything does it rhyme with movies no does it rhyme rhyme with Shitty oh, Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Ain't Carnold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. God, All right. So, well, we're so witty. Rarbach. Rarbach. Okay. okay. Rhyme. Rar- Rarbach. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I would shit myself. All right. Well, I think this is a, we, this is a cast. Okay. I guess we'll yeah, go ahead and I'm done with this political bullshit. Yeah. I guess we'll go ahead yeah. and listen to Sam off. Harris. Well, it was, it was nice talking to you guys. Nice seeing you. Great. Oh, we'll go ahead, we'll go ahead and cue the look music. Look at us. Yeah, what? Not wearing masks, guys. I know we're not. You guys have been well. This breezy. this is I already looked it up. This catches a lot of it. Oh, this is the, the, spit, mic, uh, the spit catch. It does. Does it really? I guess it does. Doesn't it? If you're talking right into I, it. I heard. I heard COVID virus lives on uh, mic covers for weeks. When was the last time we were here? Yeah, uh, you we do can. know that people are getting sick from their mask. By the way, not of course they plain. are. Of course they are. Now because they're saying what? that people aren't since they're not washing their masks, they're getting COVID from the mask. Or, or a, how about that's the, a story coming just out? Sucking in bacteria that your breath you've been pushing out all day long. Yeah. God, by the way, so you, at what point do you have to, I have to wash my mask at least once a week because it fucking stinks. Have y'all seen the mask? For when do you wear a mask that you have to wash it? Uh, I go to the store. I always wear it when I go to the store. Yeah, you, don't go, you don't wear it? 
Fuck no. Yeah, you're a dick. You're one of those dicks. Yeah, I'm up in Montgomery County too at work. So I don't. You, you know what I associate this with? Exactly. Just real quick. When I go to ride my bike at Memorial Park, I will bring my helmet. And one time I went with Ashley, and she's like, "What the fuck are you wearing? Why are you bringing a helmet?" I'm like, "Okay, guess what? Only person without a helmet was yeah. her, because everyone wears a helmet in certain areas. You don't want to be the guy that's not wearing a mask because you kind of look like a weirdo. No, you look like an asshole is what you look like. Well, I'll just say this: you look um, like a self-centered prick who doesn't care about getting other people sick. Bull fucking. That's shit. what you look like. No, look at a person who's not living in fear. And that's fear. Or someone that hates people. I hates people. Yeah. Fuck. fuck it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and cue the music. Fuck I hate Fauci. All of you. Fuck Ooh. Fauci. Exactly. Okay. An hour. Hour 14. Hour 15. Excellent. All right. Music. All right.